Hey, all right. Long time, no anal in the plug. Or is a plug in the anal? Oh, Jesus, I'm rusty. Not as rusty as Adam22's wife, Elena, because let's just say she got plugged real deep. Uh, Jason gave her that love. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wouldn't even say he's a cuck. I would just say she knows how to suck. I didn't even watch the video, all right? I don't watch that. You know, filth that God says we have to do to produce children. I would never participate because I'm bigger than that. Until I ain't. Um, <laughs> I ain't a saint. But, you know, I'll uh, leave some paint. <laughs> uh, just don't lick the dog's taint. Um, <laughs> all right. Welcome to episode 208. I don't know the episode numbers anymore. Of the Off and Be Podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. But most important, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to suck some titties. And hopefully if you record a titty or a video of you sucking some titties, it's at a better angle than what I'm doing right now. Because it looks like I'm in a hotel room. Specifically like, not like the cheapest of hotels, not like... The Motel 6 or the Roadway Inn where it's like $79.95 a night. But it's like maybe $95 a night. Um, Well, let me tell you, it costs more than that to live here. Um, Actually, no, it doesn't. Feels like it. Um, (laughs) But yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, by the way, apparently it's been debunked. It is the Bear Stain Bears. Not the Bear Stein. So I've been on the right side of history all along. Um, <laughs> and they say bear spray, actually. They say bear spray. Well, actually, uh, it will boost your testosterone. Um, I guess that's what they mean when they say I'm going bear mode. But... I think they're just talking about gay sex. Because, um, <laughs> yeah, but the term bear. Oh, I'm already going to be blocked in the algorithm. But, yeah, bear is typically used for, you know, two men to compliment each other. Like, mm, I want an old bald bear. 48-year-old bear on my Twinkie cheeks. <laughs> Cream my Twinkie. Ew, this is getting disgusting. But... As a cis, white, straight, and arrow male, the only cheeks I like is the one where it's too close where you might, but you could play hide and seek with your tongue. <laughs> uh, see, I like, look, by the way, for all the young men out there, your first time, you will stick it in the wrong hole, and it's more than okay. It's so close together. Um... <laughs> It just shows where our U.S. sex education system is. But, like, how are your parents really going to teach? Like, this whole thing, like, oh, your parents teach you about sex. Like, you can't watch your parents, but, like, all right. So, when I'm mounting your mother, this is how you get the angles. Like, you can't do that, right? You can't, like, they can't hand you a diagram. They can't hand you some printout paper or a coloring book. Like, color, you know, color the holes. Um... (laughs) Um, 
It's like, Dad, why is half of my mom, she got a lot of white spots. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I didn't get snipped yet. But uh, that's it. Kind of, it kind of keeps it alive. It keeps it on edge. Cause that's the thing. Like, if you get snipped, it takes the fun out of it. If there's no risk involved in having sex, there's no fun in it. Speaking too much truth here. <laughs> I mean, think about it. ask any. I like. I want to do a study. Any guy that has gotten snipped or any time that you know she's gotten her tubes tied voluntarily because obviously there's health conditions that sometimes like they have to and you know that's nothing to joke about but when you voluntarily are like i'm tying my tubes because i want no more of you um well no more of you put in versions of you without i have to produce half of you and i don't even want half of you anymore and uh but yeah i want to do a study on these people and i wonder does the often how do they have sex even the same amount or in the same range amount? Like what percentage does your sex drive or your attraction to have sex with your partner increase or decrease after that? Because I have a feeling that it's a heavy decrease. Like why have sex with someone if you're not like, hey, I want more of me and you and for you to make more of me. And uh, make a shrimp Alfredo pasta every night. <laughs> you can make a lot. It's four for five. <laughs> this is a lot of angel hair. Um, <laughs> it's like, don't worry. I'll be using my brother's discount for like 20 years. Well, actually, it'll only be, it'll actually only be useful until he quits, which I feel like is closer than not. Please don't quit. I need the 10% off <laughs> that I didn't work to earn. <laughs> but, um... But yeah, no. Like, how are you supposed to really teach the kids how to have sex? Or, uh, by the way, this is sex ed with Clint now. Um, Because I remember in sex ed, like in ninth, 10th grade, it was this big thing like, oh, health class. They're going to teach you about sex. They didn't really teach about sex. All they did was have you look in a book and you would see this little loop and be like, that's a penis. And you'd be like... Oh, okay, that makes sense. And then you, and then like the men's part is so simple. They're like, this is the penis. This is this. This is the elbow. This is their kneecap. Like we have like eight body parts that they only give a shit about. But you turn to the woman's section and it's like 15 and like this little cooch area. It's like, you know, see, you got a clip. The clitoris is actually this, uh, you know? It's like, actually, there's the clitoris, and then there's the lip of the clitoris, and there's the lip of the lip. And then, next thing you know, if you take a sip, next thing you know, you're slapping with your tip, and she's night-night rip. (laughs) Hopefully, she's not ripping. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, there's a lot of woman parts. Like, I was still, like, you know, some I didn't learn, like, there's some called the labia. Um, Apparently, it's very important. I mean, it's not really, like, important to know, but it's important to not sound like you don't know. And then there's, like, all these other terms. It's like, yeah, I'm going to let the gynecologist figure that one out. Or the hysterect... Was it hysterectomy? Hysterectomist? It's like... They're basically, like, history teachers, but, you know, they like to keep it current. 
inside of you. Um, but yeah, no, like, how are you really supposed to teach a kid how to have sex? How, like, how are you supposed to, like, really teach your kid where the holes are? There's so many holes. Like, it's almost like the Shia LaBeouf movie. Holes. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, <laughs> I'm digging my grave, all right. Um, <laughs> uh, by the way, that movie, like, I never actually really saw it. Because it looked like it sucks. Why the fuck would I watch a movie called Holes? Where the cover is literally five people looking down into a hole. How is that supposed to attract me to watch Holes? Like, that, like they basically made that Disney movie. Because you know how these porn... You know how these freaking adult movies are. They'll just copy like... Oh, let's just take uh, Wonder Woman. They'll be like... Wonder Woman, Wizard, Willy, Wonka, and then like they just do all the, and those just basically be like, oh, Captain Underpants. Like we'll just say Captain Underpants, and they'll make an adult movie and be like, Captain Underpants, my dick inside of your labia, number five. Um, or just call it the Kim Kardashian collection. Um. <laughs> Oh, if I had one wish. Uh, <laughs> he had one wish and he granted something. Um, uh, maybe she was friends with Christina Aguilera. Because he sure found that genie in a bottle. <laughs> You're my genie in a bottle. Um, which is actually, you know, apparently, well. Like, think about, like, genie in a bottle. I'm pretty sure, like, well, obviously, everyone knows it from Aladdin. But I'm pretty sure one, genies are probably actually supposed to be women. But, you know, they made him a blue, smurfing-looking, floating fella. Um, I guess he skipped leg day. Um, <laughs> he's exactly what they would call him the gym... Uh, top heavy. Um, <laughs> uh, it's like, that's the thing. Like, if you completely have no lower bottom, but maybe like, you know, you know how they say your body adapts, right? Your body will adapt to your environment. Your body will adapt to your circumstances. So if you, let's just say you get your whole lower half of your body cut off. Like, over time, won't your body adapt to insert a reproductive organ somewhere on your body? Like, wouldn't you just, like, wouldn't just, like, your penis just start growing out of your nipple or something? Like, because, like, look, my I was saying, like, my nipples get hard sometimes. Like, really hard. It's hardcore. <laughs> my favorite category. Not really. If you're in the hardcore stuff, um, you are definitely a traffic sex trafficker. Um, but yeah, which did you know? Actually, I read the statistic: seventy-seven percent of prostitutes were trafficked, and the rest were uh, told not to be told their traffic. Um, <laughs> but. Nah, 
any jizz. Um, yeah, I'm just saying, you know, I just think that if God really was looking out for you, and if your body is truly this adaptable thing, like, wouldn't the most important part of your living existence pop up somewhere else? Wouldn't we have like a backup plan within our body to be like, hey, if it goes out here, I got you here. Like, because apparently the clit, going back to the woman's part, is a cut off penis. Or it's a un, or it's a restricted penis, right? Like only, the, you know, only girls can have the best of both worlds. We like, is you know, we lose our dick. We don't, we can't grow a vagina. Not that I would want to. But, you know, it'd be nice to feel good. <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with wanting to feel good. Um, I would want someone to eat my pussy. If I had one. <laughs> Not saying I do. Because I don't think eating my booty would get me in the same mood day. <laughs> Um, <laughs> don't worry I'll be back soon this is uh, no pun intended taking out the kinks um, <laughs> oh I need a drink nope uh, no I don't um, <laughs> uh, I forgot I can't say that any jizz um, but yeah don't blink cause like the titanic I will sink and uh, Rose is a cunt. Um, that's, you know, there was actually a. For, first of all, I don't think any of that Titanic stuff is real. I'm not talking about the one that's. Sink- well, I mean, they're both synced. I'm talking about the actual originator that makes people fascinated and stuff that sinks. Like, one, I don't think the Titanic. It still doesn't make sense. That, and I know some like boat crews, boat experts going to be like, yeah, there's a reason why it capsized like this. It's like, shut the fuck up. But they try to make it like the boat literally is going to come all the way up like this and then slowly sink down. It's like, wouldn't it just flip over? It hits some, it's damaged. It's not just going to be like, go up and sink down. In this straight narrow path. It's too fucking big. But. You know. I think Jack. uh, He got the raw end of the deal. He should have made that. He should kick that bitch off. Um, Give her the cold shoulder. Like how are you going to watch someone you love. Just freeze to death in water. Like. Honestly, you're just watching your man struggle. Well, even though he's not really your man because you're actually married to a man, but he's a man that you wish was your man. But you let that man drown. Don't tell me that's true love. She was a groomer, all right? Jack was like 17 or 18, just exploring the world. Just, you know, going from place to place, odd jobs. He was considered, quote, unquote, a peasant to the aristocrats, which was part of her family, you know, or what she married into. 
And she just watching this man shiver to death, knowing what this man has had to do to struggle and get to where he's at. And she's like, yeah, but like 80 years from now, when they make a movie, I'm going to honor you. Like, fuck you. Even though I don't like, I just don't think that's what happened. Um, Sitting there and trying to make all dramatic, like, oh. Then now when she's like 97 years old, she's going to go back to that fucking ship and like reenact her like climbing up the edge of the, what was it, like the end of the cruise ship where they're like, she's feeling free and shit. It's like someone should have kicked her ass off that boat, you know, natural selection. It's like you didn't die the first time and you want to try me again, ho? And you want to go out there when it's warm outside instead of when it was freezing fucking cold. No, you know what? You should have waited. Like, they should wait until you're in the coldest fucking part. Detour that fucking ship that she was on when she was 90 years old. And kick her ass to the water. And be like, yeah, now you can feel what Jack feels. And if Jack really loves you, he'll come out from under and be like, we can suffer together. But no. Dumbass ho. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Titties. Here's the thing about them. They're round. They, may, they keep you around too. Um. <laughs> And boy, the sound in your face makes me want to smack down <laughs> and then go raw. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But unlike WWE, none of this is scripted. Um, <laughs> maybe I should take a cue. Um, <laughs> I would love to announce. I would love to announce a wrestling match. Do you imagine just watching two grown men just sweating on each other? And not getting hard. Um, <laughs> no, I'm saying them, not me. Um, <laughs> I wonder how, like, how does that, because here's the thing, right? Here's the thing that people don't want to talk about. Like, when you're wrestling and you're in that high, like, like feel-good environment. Like, when you're doing that, it's highly intense. Like, your dopamine, everything is on 10. Like, and they're wearing those tight spandex. You're telling me, like, there's never been a time where a dude was grappling someone and he felt the dude's, and he felt the dude's dick getting hard and he freaked out and he got submitted? Like, dudes have probably won. Like, if I was a wrestler and I knew I wasn't that good and I knew my advantage was I can get hard during a match and make them uncomfortable and take advantage of that, of course I would. And they'll probably go to press conference after, like, I don't know what's wrong. I think he's kind of gay. He got hard and shit. It's like, well, I'm gay and won $30,000. So, you know, I'm a rich, questionable, non-gay man. Not there's anything wrong with that. But, hey, whatever uh, gets me a good hand. Um, and you know, that, that probably would be weird if your wife sees you get hard on TV during a wrestling match with another man and she's like, 
you have a hard time getting hard around me. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, but you know, I was cutting weight, you know. <laughs> because apparently, look, when you cut a lot of, like, a lot of these MMA fighters, it's like a real thing. And bodybuilding. Like, when they do those drastic weight cuts, they're depleting their body. Like, it's like a running joke, but it's actually a real thing. Like, your testosterone, everything just drained. And you literally have a hard, you literally have a hard time getting your dick hard. Like, it's actually a real thing. Like, think about it. You're losing, like, 20, like, a lot of these, like, MMA fighters, like, they had to cut, like, 12 pounds in, like, four days type of shit. And, like, the things you have to do to deplete your body. Like, of course, it's going to fuck up some shit. And over the long term of doing that, you're probably going to have fertility problems. Which I guess if you don't want kids, be my guess. Um, But. But, yeah, no. uh, If you want your dick to stay hard, just listen to me. Because I'll make you very depressed and gain weight. (laughs) No one in a good state of mind is going to listen to this podcast, all right? You don't come here to actually, like, you know, feel better about your day. You come to, you know, realize that could be worse. (laughs) I mean, look at this fucking background. There's more corners in here than a Little Caesars pizza. (laughs) Um, This is what they mean when they say go to the corner store. Um, Or... Actually, no, I was in the break room the other day, and there's this, I'm not going to get too detailed, but let's just say I have one co-worker that has a problem with a very young co-worker looking for guidance in life, but he's a weirdo that's probably been in a mental institution, has no idea of awareness about certain things. So apparently, there was an incident where there was a quote-unquote person There was a person in the break room. And apparently this person looked more like a woman than a guy. And from behind, you know, he walks in kind of being a weirdo as he is anyways. And when that person ended up walking out, he was like, man, that ass was popping. Basically saying that ass is great. He's like. And the dude's like, who's ass? He's like, the girl just left. He's like, that was a guy. And uh, then the one dude's like, well, I mean, if he wants to find something like that, you just got to go to the Fulton Industrial Boulevard. Because <laughs> Atlanta is full of anything you want. Um, <laughs> it's literally a buffet of holes. Um, <laughs> speaking of buffet, um, <laughs> uh, and uh, apparently there's, there's a lot of people being exposed for liking these things. Apparently little, it's not little TJ, it's little J. He's a Chicago rapper, which I don't know how these things get exposed. I don't know how when you're in jail, secret footage camera of in jail gets exposed to the media. And actually, I do kind of because I only listened to something like an hour ago that f- explains that because there's apparently there's a Freedom of Information Act where all they have to do is grant footage of any inmate 
of any person have their name and they can only release footage of that person's name that was granted. So they granted this rap because anytime a rapper goes to jail, they want to know what's going on. And apparently, uh, Lil J had a, let's just say, a very versatile person that can shape shift whatever you're looking for. And as they would call the prison bitch, because um, it can satisfy multiple things. All right. Kind of look like a. Kind of looks like someone that would look. She, look, they had a green weave. All right, you could do the math, but it wasn't a she because it was an all male section. So, but yeah, apparently this alien, this because <laughs> it was green. I'm not calling them. But, right. I don't know. It might be. Um, but apparently they were, uh, let's just say she was sitting on Santa's lap. Um, and he seemed to be enjoying her present. (laughs) Um, it's not close to Christmas, but let's just say the wish list he put out was being granted. Um, but yeah, and apparently... I didn't watch the video, but apparently he did uh, kiss this individual. And now, he's being exposed to liking these things. My thing is like, look, it's weird like from the outside, we have all these opinions about what happens in jail. There's this heavy fascination with like crime. There's this heavy fascination with what happens in jail. But yet, people want to be about and have all these opinions on lifestyles that they would never actually really be a part of. And you shouldn't want to be a part of. But they have all these opinions about whatever, what happens in these places. But yet, they don't understand like how that shit works. Like, honestly, if you're in a, if you're in prison for like 10 years... Like, at that point, like, you're going to not give a fuck about a lot of things. Because the world stopped giving a fuck about you. Obviously. Like, you were not going to give a fuck. Because, you know what? Once you go to prison, if you survive prison, you're going to come out and look at everyone else as, like, little bitches anyways. Like, honestly. Like, if you actually experience, like, shit that happens in prison... And you come out here and you hear people complain about, oh, I don't have enough time, you know, to read my horoscope today. You're just going to look at them and be like, bitch. Um, I don't even know what day I was born. Um, because like 40% of people that are in prison, actually, their birthdays, well, people that serve 25 years or more actually... 40% of them didn't know what their real birthday or their real age until they actually go through the process of being sentenced because all their legal information has to come out. It's a weird because a lot of people are lied about their age for a lot of reasons when you grow up in certain environments. But anyways, um, but yeah, 
it's like you know what and all these people commenting like he's gay and shit it's like you know what if you were in prison and someone that looked like that started dancing you'd probably be afraid to stop it because you don't know because those are the wild cards like those would be the ones like how dare you not accept my bussy um which apparently bussy means boy pussy fun fact just go to Fulton Industrial Boulevard, apparently. Which my thing now, I think about, how does that dude know that? The dude just added himself. Um, he also falls asleep with his phone on speaker. <laughs> that man was knocked out, man. I swear to God. Anyways. <laughs> Actually, I walked in on that same man. I walked in. This was months ago. I walked in. It's like 6 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, it wasn't late at night where you could justify some weird shit happening. I w- it was 6 o'clock in the afternoon. I walk into the bathroom. And this man, like, the first thing you see is this man's pants all the way down just peeing at the urinal. Nothing but cheeks. Big ones at those. Um, but, you know, I admire the confidence. And I literally walked in, and all I had to do was pee, and I went to the stall. And I stalled in there, no pun intended, till literally that man left. Because he was farting while peeing, too. And that's always weird when you're next to someone. Like, you know, it's like bathroom etiquette. Like, anytime someone starts farting in the bathroom, like... You can't really like shame them because you're in the bathroom, so everyone, so you just simply just start laughing to yourself. Like sometimes, like the funniest part is when you're peeing and some guy's taking a shit, and he starts like farting while he's shitting. You just start laughing. They hear you, and then you both actually sometimes will laugh together. It's like a bonding experience. Men bond over the weirdest shit, you know. So. I mean, sometimes men bond over a child that they don't know that one of children is not theirs. That's just the beauty of world we live in. But yeah, you can always start an OnlyFans. Um, I might start an OnlyFans. Not to do anything like that. But you know, just to show my toenails and Anyone interested in dirty toenails? If you want to give me $5, my prize out of the window. Um, <laughs> because Spotify, they're fucking prescription. I said prescription. The Spotify's, I got an email today about Spotify. Spotify. They're upping it $1. It's not the biggest deal in the world. But you know what I think when I see that? I think like, man. You know what they see? They see, hey, we have like, I don't know, 300 million users across the world. If we just go $1 up across the board, that's 300 million extra fucking dollars. Think about that. Shit. And the thing is, it's like if I was running Spotify, I'd make that shit $15, $20, $50. And you'll still pay for it. And I could do a lot with your money. Um, 
See, that's what, you know, that's where the real money's at. You got to start something. Start at a reasonable price. Get people caught up in being attached. Get that thing to be attached to someone's daily life that no matter how much you up it gradually over time and they're not thinking about it, that people just will pay whatever. Because people go to fucking these restaurants and pay like 12 bucks for a double Wendy's triple slaughter banging burger pretzel with cheddar wop cheese and shit. These nasty ass dry ass meats. Like McDonald's, like McDonald's, like it should honestly be illegal for any meal at McDonald's to be more than $8. Forget the quality. Like we obviously know the quality is non-existent. But McDonald's and anything over $8 is an abomination to society. That's how you know this world is, you know, losing its roots. I feel like I need some American music behind me. It's like some motivational. What happened to America? (laughs) When Big Macs used to be $3 and actually used to be the size of a Big Mac. And now it's like the size of like, you know, a backpack. (laughs) A really small backpack. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Yeah. But no. But you could always go to the lowest form of your standards and just go to Burger King. Um, Burger King. Look, I've gone off on Burger King before. But they deserve a lifetime worth of abomination until they change the cheese thing. Cheese should be included. No extra charge. And all your fucking burgers. And... The worst part is when you pay for the cheese, half the time, they still forget the cheese. And then if you were to call up or go back, hey, uh, you charged me. I paid the upcharge and didn't get it. And they'll be like, so what? And it's like, good point. Um, You know how you know these prices are insane? The fact that a combo meal of these places are more than what the people are getting paid. So basically when you think about prices and you think about how much you bake if you order something at burger king for eleven dollars and 89 cents and the employers are gonna pay 11 bucks they're literally telling you you are not worth this double whopper that's how much we think of you preach um when you work at these jobs and they say hey your safety is very is the first priority. And then you see someone, you know, trip and fall into a truck and, you know, bust their elbow open. And they're like, so you didn't double check. Hmm. Sounds like you were the irresponsible for one. Hmm. And you're just like, all right. I guess this job literally cost me more than I ever made here. Um, <laughs> I wasn't even long. I wasn't here long enough to get medical insurance. Um, um, but no, yeah. Uh, if I were to get cancer tomorrow, I would be like, 
That's the thing is like when you say you got sickness or you're ill, all of a sudden people change their tune about you. It's like, oh man, I never meant to say you were not worthy. And all of a sudden you get sick and shit. And people are like, oh, you know. All well wishes. I hope nothing but the best. I hope you know, uh. I hope that CMOS really clears your sinuses. <laughs> They're like, well, see, if you would have took this from, you know, the last 30 years, you would have never got cancer. Um, that's the thing, like, when people get sick and, like, cancer and stuff, you know, that's the thing, like, that's why I think if I would ever get some of that degree of illness, why I'd be hesitant to tell everyone Because it's like all of a sudden people want to call you all the time. It's like, I didn't want you to call me when I was all right. But you could have called a little bit more when I was all right through the years. But now I'm sick. You got to overkill to make yourself feel better. (laughs) Overkill. Um, (laughs) Not a good time to joke about that. Um, (laughs) Cancer is overkill. Um, And these fucking St. Jude's assholes like donate a dollar. It's like, I just want to get my fucking Panda Express. Why do I got to donate to a freaking kid with cerebral palsy every time I get orange chicken? (laughs) I mean, they're always like, oh, round it up. It's like, why don't you round it up? How about that? Why don't you just donate all the money that people donate to you and just give that money? How about that? How about instead of us paying an extra 89 cents to round it up, why don't you just take a dollar out of what everyone pays of what they already pay to you and donate that. Why does it have to be extra? Why can't you... you I know too much common sense around here. But then you want to be fucking... Get like, oh, then you want to give me two soy sauce packets and then be mad like, can I get a couple more? And then you look at me with like this and you give me some fucking low sodium soy sauce. Like, go suck my dick well don't suck my dick but you know go suck your low wages i don't know <laughs> that sounds really bad to say but you know what if i was getting paid a little i'd be giving everyone the sauces like what am i gonna do with well i guess you can't give me two soy sauce packets being in fact you under scoop every fucking thing and charge me 12 bucks for a three entree how can you call something an entree when literally the whole thing is just one entree <laughs> the sides are bigger than the entree. Do you not know a side is a smaller proportion than an entree? But you give me this whole thing of rice and noodles, cool, and call it a side. But yet a scoop of those is cheaper than a scoop of Beijing beef. Fuck Panda. And I'll still eat there sometimes. That's the thing that bothers me. It's like, Man, the food is so not worth what you pay, but it's still good and it makes you feel like an American citizen that's not betraying us. Because you know it's not real. I think that's the real appeal of like commercialized Chinese food. Like there's the Chinese, like the China Walk number fours or, you know, anytime it's got a number after it, you know, beware what you're eating. Um... But anytime it's got the number after it, it's always next to a smoke shop. 
Like all these like all these like Chinese places that are run by like local I guess like Chinese citizens. I don't know how to word it. But basically like where they speak English but you know not the full capacity. So but they all have the same menu. It's all the same prices. All the takeout Chinese places basically kind of taste the same. They have the same shit. And yet, none of these places have a big commercialized truck that come to them. They literally go, I literally see, they drop it off in their own van. Where is the food coming from? Like, that's the real, like, someone needs to do, like, a deep, like, you know, CBS News is so worried about, oh, are we going to be bombed by Russia? Who gives a fuck? Where the fuck is our Chinese food coming from? Where is the actual warehouse? Where is someone's basement? You know, where is the, you know, animal control? Where is it coming from? That's probably where it's coming from, animal control. Um, <laughs> uh, it's like basically, hey, look, maybe they got like some underground deal with the, you know, the county vet system. It's like, hey, if this abandoned kitten doesn't get adopted in 45 days, it's all yours. That's a dark thing to think about, but it's a dollar nineteen a scoop for a reason. Um, one tail, two tail. <laughs> oh, I just like to think. Uh, I just like to ignore that and think. I just have one big plate of Mulan. Um, <laughs> uh, that movie seems like appropriation. Mm, really? Because like Milan, it's like, because it has to do with the Mongolian Empire, doesn't it? it? Has to do with like the Mongolians. It has to do with like, but they use like Egypt, like Egyptian, like they use like Egyptian, like military wear. If that makes sense, like they made like the format of how Egyptians would go to war, and but yeah, it takes place in. Like kind of that Mongolian, Chinese, Asian thing. <laughs> this is pure ignorance on full display, by the way. This, this, see, only, see, this is the type of shit that when you're white, you can do. And just be like, hey, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And people are like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> like Mongolians, Asians, the Pacific Northwest. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Just put it on a boat and call it cargo. I don't fucking know. Oh. <laughs> All I know is uh, Eddie Murphy was really funny in that movie. <laughs> what was he? The little dragon thing? Fiber. They always, you know, really. Now I think about it. This is literally on this. Shrek and Mulan had a very similar format. They had the funny... Black dude voice over the funny little character that actually makes the movie worthwhile behind the story. Like they had Eddie Murphy. Wait, Eddie Murphy was both Donkey and Oh Jesus! <laughs> it was the same black guy. <laughs> I honestly didn't even realize that in real time. I was like, 
And they had like, well, Milan's like too fucking serious. And you basically, well, all right, let's break down Milan for a second. Milan, pretty good looking. Um, <laughs> Milan, and then she's basically with like, it's kind of like a Beauty and the Beast type of thing. Like, think about, it. well, I mean, except the main love interest dude, he didn't turn to a beast. Well, I mean, you know, he's a beast of a man, but he didn't turn into a, you know, furry. Um, <laughs> but, like, Mulan's, like, love interest was, you know, you know, it was a stout, attractive-looking man. And a very, like, I guess it's more like Cinderella. Because, like, Prince Eric. Goddamn, they're all the fucking same stories. And then Shrek, Donkey, um, <laughs> and then Shrek, it's like that similar, like, love, it's like, oh, she's in this castle, like, oh, Shrek falls in love with her, and then she adjusts to his life, whatever the fuck that means, but yeah, it's the same, it's all the same movie, by the same, well, no, Shrek's not Disney. But it's all the same stories over and over. And then, like, you know, apparently, word on the street um, is that uh, <laughs> apparently there's a lot of movies that are very appropriating. Uh, shit, I'm trying to, what's the fucking, I don't know why, like, I thought of it, and I fucking lost track of it, but, uh, yeah, anytime they try to get questionable, we, we get out of the America type of storytelling, and then we try to go to, like, you know, Asia, and try to tell a version, we somehow end up not telling it, or we end up, you know, doing a little, uh, Photoshop on the skin tone, you know, we... Or they call it whitewashing. I just say welcome to whitewater. Because um, once you come down the America slide, you'll never oblige. And, um, but yeah. Wendy Woo. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, Lizzie McGuire was a... She was a stud muffin. Um, yeah, I don't even know why. Actually, she wasn't. I don't even know why I said that. I mean, she was alright. You know. I was always more of a, uh, you know, a even Stevens type of guy. Not of even. I mean, not of Steven. Not even of Steven. <laughs> but of, you know, his sister. Um, <laughs> I love me a good sister. From... Steven. Um, that's not, I promise it's not supposed to sound like that. <laughs> I was saying like I actually like you know sisters of brothers. Because you know they uh it's always it's always like a you know it's always like taking something from them. Even though it's not like they were doing the same things with their sisters I would be doing. Because you know I'm a fun guy. 
But yeah, we can always be in some group chat together if you want. That makes you feel better about me being your new brother-in-law. Um, but yeah. Oh, Jesus. I forgot I had my drink. I am forcing myself to continue through this episode because I need to see what happens when you take too much time off. This is worse than taking time off from the gym, to be honest. At least from the gym, I actually needed rest. At least from the gym, I at least grow when I rest. I do not grow when I rest from this. It's actually quite the opposite. I shrink. I shrink more than Jack's dick in that cold-ass water. Um... Yeah, she's still, she's going to catch these strays. I don't give a fuck. And the thing, like, from it, it, Titanic, actually, my uh, grandmother who passed away, eh, I don't know, like, five, six years ago or so, may have been longer than that, but Titanic was literally her favorite movie. So I watched that movie... I don't remember every part of it. It's fucking three and a half hours. I'd rather have watched Flubber at that point in my life. But, you know. We used to always in my old house. Which I actually don't even live that far from now. It, it was actually kind of a house that's quote unquote haunted. I apparently had an imaginary friend. And if my mom's listening to this, she's going to have some PTSD of my imaginary friend. Um, where she took the batteries out of my toy train my train toy set while I was at school and she was at home alone it went off by itself so she went upstairs took the batteries out and when she went back downstairs the thing came back on again and she went and turned she unplugged she did everything and the bitch turned on again the toy train set not my mom um <laughs> And from that point on, she left the house and told my dad, we we are not living here anymore. He's like, God damn it, I'm already broke. <laughs> Rent's cheap. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, then we moved into another house we rented to and, you know. And uh, apparently that's when, and that's the thing, like, when you're young Apparently, I had imaginary friends. But I don't remember it. But I don't deny it. Apparently, the kid's name was like Damien or something. That actually sounds demonic. Mm, that's why I'm a very deviant guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was him that made me do it, Mom. Um, yeah, apparently... I would have full conversations. She watched me have full conversations with this Damien or whatever the fuck his name was. And she would watch me as I'm talking to no one. Like it's one of those movies. And maybe that's why I do this podcast because I'm just trying to reach out to Damien. Um, <laughs> he's like, you're here. Um, <laughs> uh, but my theory is, I don't think I actually had an imaginary friend. I think I was just so into myself that 
I talked to myself, and the only way I knew not to look crazy was to act like someone else existed because I'm the most interesting person you will ever talk to. So, I think that's my theory on that. But anyways, yeah, Titanic was her favorite movie. And, uh, we had this little, this old-ass room. It was, like, the perfect setting. It almost felt like, like, one of those, like, rooms from, like, the 1910s where, like, you know, your Ma would be wearing her little quilt-looking outfit, little dress, almost like your Amish, and then, like, knitting, you know, your cup holder together or whatever. Like, knitting your socks. And with the fire, like, with a fire pit going on, and you're just kind of sitting there watching this movie on this small-ass TV. And you're just like, oh. Alright. This looks fun. And, uh, then power grabbed her by the pussy. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I guess that's why I like this whole, like, Titan. I guess I, when that whole sinking of the Titanic thing, it, like, it was a personal thing to me. Like, I took it so personal because I I was around that movie so much. I remember exactly how the VHS looked, the cassette, whatever the fuck. And I just remember, like, everything surrounding that. And even in real time when I was younger. Even though when we went to the movie theater, when I would go to the movie theater with my grandma... Anytime there would be a questionable scene with a man and a woman, she would always cover my eyes, even though it's not like I can't hear it. Um, it's like, I hear the bathwater clapping. I know what's going on. Um, uh, <laughs> just got it. <laughs> it's like, I'm just learning how to make a ripple effect. Um <laughs> Oh, uh, wave check. <laughs> I remember the first. <laughs> I remember first time someone at work. This is my my first job. These two dudes, you know, they were both wearing uh, what are they called? Uh, wave caps. Um, and they had this like thing, like you know, they were you know they got their hair or whatever, and some dude came and said wave check. And they were joking with me like, hey, wave check. And I literally waved at them. And I said, checkmate. (laughs) And they're like, they couldn't stop laughing for, and I was like, man, I really am funny. And that's where they fucked up because now look at where it spiraled into. Um... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Imagine if I start wearing a do rag. I think it'd be pretty uh, wavy, and I might get a bunch of looks, to say the least. I would look like a uh, Napoleon Dynamite's brother on Napoleon Dynamite when he starts dating Lakeisha, um, <laughs> because he starts like dressing a certain way, like, "What's up?" Ever seen Napoleon Dynamite? I gotta show you. But yeah, 
if you've seen it, you know. And the thing is, like, he all he does is like change his clothes. He doesn't change the way he talks. He doesn't actually change his presence or nothing. So he still talks like, you know, me and Lashonda. Um, that was her name, Lashonda. But yeah, I wouldn't mind being, you know. Actually, I dressed up for Napoleon Dynamite one year for Halloween. And I had a t-shirt that said, give me your tots. That would be, give me your tits. But you know what, whatever. That, I, that should be my shirt. Give me your tits. <laughs> but it would be a picture of tots. But I'm going to wear it to work. Because then, like, people are like, oh, it's an important. And then, like, someone's going to look like, wait, that's an eye. <laughs> and, boy, the eye never lies. On those double thighs. And, like, this podcast, it makes me want to die inside. <laughs> Not literally. But this is why, kids, days off is overrated. Days off is how you fall behind. Jesus, like, I feel like the time is going so slow when you're struggling. <laughs> God, like, typically when I'm on, I'll be like, holy shit, like, just a minute ago, it was 17 minutes, now I'm at 43. It's been at, like, 57 minutes for, like, 57 minutes. Jesus. Um, <laughs> I know no one's made it this far. I w- if you made it this far, you really need to reevaluate your life. That's all I got to tell you. By signing up for my course. Um, <laughs> this is where I put the ad. Um, if I ever had a shitty advertisement, this is where I would put it at the end. Because you know what? I would know like you guys aren't even worthy. But I'm going to take your money. But you guys aren't worthy to actually be advertised. I'd be like, Really? You thought you were going to sell me a freaking oven mitt product that makes it where you can carry some for 10 minutes? Why the fuck would I want to carry a hot pan for 10 minutes? Even if it can withstand it. It's like, it's not just any oven. It's the oven glove. Which, by the way, the oven glove is actually fucking amazing. I ain't going to lie to you. It kind of looks like the hamburger helper logo. But, you know. I tell the ladies... They should, I typically recommend that the ladies, I should probably start doing that. Buying the ladies an oaf glove. Because I know it could be too hot to handle. (laughs) Damn, that should have been at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The thing is like, no matter like the oaf glove can tear, deteriorate or whatever. And that shit will still hold some hot shit. Uh, But yeah. Yeah. The off glove could probably actually have you get away with murder. That's how freaking like amazing resistant that shit is. It won't even pick up your fingerprints. That's what OJ should have used. Um <laughs> I know it wasn't invented back then. Um <laughs> nowadays you'd be like, see pop you know, how would I strangle when I had this big of glove, it would have been very hard to strangle. Actually, the padding from the glove would have actually helped her out when I'm choking the shit out of her. You know? <laughs> it's like, did you know I won an MVP? Um, <laughs> it's like, now tell me how someone steals my memorabilia and I go to jail. Um, it's like, because technically it's not yours just because your name's on it. 
dumbass. It's like you played for a league. It's the league's property. It's not yours. Dumbass. This dude can get away with murder, but he can't get away understanding what he actually owns or not. Can't make this shit up. But anyways, I you know my you know actually I believe he didn't do it. Yeah. You know, and I used to be so like, oh, come on, man. But you know, the more I, you know, the more I understand, that it was just a crime of passion. Um, that's the thing. All you gotta say it was a crime of passion, and you know, passion it from miles away. But yeah, the fact that that guy should be using the court of law is actually because. It's technically like your feeling is never supposed to be involved in result of crime, but crime of passion can somehow be used as a feeling when it's supposed to be just used, looked a situation is supposed to be looked at as logical and evidence based. But you know, because you know what, you can have much more passion with someone that you were with for two days. You can have the greatest two days in the world, and then you just you know killed them because it was too good to be true but you'll be someone like 18 years and have no feeling whatsoever and you're not really passionate you just want to kill someone out of spite so how do you rationalize that i don't know this is gonna worry some people me saying this (laughs) and youtube's gonna be like dude uh yeah, we we know we have a three strike rule before we block. We're just gonna block your account, actually. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jesus! But hey, the moral of today's pod is uh, unlike the Titanic conspiracy and the fake moon landing and if aliens are real. Um, this podcast episode did capsize, um, way down, so far down. Dimension down. More down than the syndrome. Yeah. Alright. That was episode 208 of the Off and Be Podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. And don't forget to suck some titties. And I had to fast forward that like a radio ad because the battery's about to die. So I'm a killer. I'm a runner, I'm a track star, like OJ's, of glove around your throat. All right. Um.